Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial on the big screen, accompanied by the symphony orchestra performing the score live, May 3rd and 4th at 7.30 at the Paramount. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Thursday. It's the 8th of December. This is here first from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. The Adair County Board of Supervisors held a public hearing and then approved an ordinance yesterday that would regulate hazardous liquid pipelines targeting a proposed carbon dioxide pipeline in the state. Board Chairman Matt Wiedemeyer says the panel can't prevent the pipeline from coming into the county, especially if officials with Navigator CO2 Ventures, which proposes the project, decide to use the process of eminent domain. I don't know if you can keep it from happening, but you can at least have some ground rules so that if they do come to the county, that at least, you know, if we have permit fees and other ways of with them so that we don't just get blindsided by not even knowing that they're doing anything until they're here. None of the three proposed pipeline routes run through Adair County, but there are nearby ethanol plants in Menlo and Corning. If those facilities are connected to a carbon capture pipeline in the future, the route would likely pass through Adair County. Navigator's petition filed with the Iowa Utilities Board calls for a $3.2 billion underground pipeline across 33 counties in Iowa to capture carbon dioxide emissions from ethanol and other industrial agriculture plants in Iowa. A global confectionery company announced its plans yesterday to acquire Wells Enterprises based in Lamar's. As IPR's Kendall Crawford tells us, the Ferrero Group will take over the company known for its Blue Bunny ice cream. The Ferrero Group already owns popular brands like Kinder, Nutella, Tic Tac, and Ferrero Rocher. Now it can add Blue Bunny, Halo Top, and Bomb Pops to that list. Wells will remain a standalone business with offices in Northwest Iowa, Nevada, and New York. None of the 4,000 workers it employs across the U.S. will be immediately impacted by the acquisition. The company has been around for more than 100 years. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds says she's thankful the company will remain in Iowa. The deal will grow Ferrero's reach in North America. It comes on the heels of its acquisitions of Fannie Mae and Nestle's confectionery business. The deal is expected to close in early 2023. A Fort Dodge couple is now charged in the death of a newborn baby in Fort Dodge. The police there issued a warrant for 24-year-old Taylor Blaha and 31-year-old Brandon Toma yesterday, and they are both in custody. Both of them are charged with first-degree murder, and Toma faces an additional charge of abuse of a corpse. Over the past few weeks, investigators have continued to gather information, speak to witnesses, all while searching multiple locations throughout the Fort Dodge area. Investigators are continuing to follow up on all credible leads and encourage anyone with information to contact the Fort Dodge Police Department. Webster County Crime Stoppers is offering a $1,500 reward for information leading to the discovery of the newborn's body. And a recently shuttered wind turbine manufacturing plant will reopen in southeast Iowa. Will Buss of Tri-State's Public Radio explains the company plans to restart production by the end of this month. Lee County Economic Development Group President and CEO Dennis Frazee says Siemens Gamesa Renewable Energy in Fort Madison is bringing workers back after 171 employees were laid off back in May and 121 workers were let go in February. Frazee says the reopening comes as the company has received new orders and newly passed federal legislation is helping the wind turbine industry compete after past federal regulations and tariffs tied to wind energy forced recent layoffs. 
they're going to do two production lines and they'll be operational by the end of this year. Frazee says the two production lines will produce a new and larger series of windmill blades. There is a winter weather advisory in effect for northern Iowa into portions of western Iowa today. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Support for IPR comes from the Healing Room at Upstream Functional Medicine, offering medical spa services that support the body's natural ability to detoxify from environmental challenges. Learn more about the Healing Room at upstreamfm.com. There's been a lot of talk recently about the Democratic National Committee changing their nomination calendar for how they pick a presidential candidate. Well, let's talk about the Republicans now. Democrats have likely decided to boot Iowa from the early states that pick their presidential nominee for 2024. But that's not the case for Republicans. Iowa will still go first for the GOP, and the state will still get most of the attention if President Joe Biden runs for a second term. Plenty of Republicans have been in Iowa since the 2020 election, raising all kinds of questions about who might be thinking about the White House. So you'll hear this a lot from local press when they come to the state. 2024 is right around the corner, considering presidential run. Former Vice President Mike Pence got one of these at the Iowa State Fair this summer. Here's how he answered it. After the first of the year, my family and I will do as we've always done. And that is reflect and pray on where we might next serve, where we might next contribute. This has been a commonplace political strategy for decades here. Make inroads with potential donors and organizers and get in front of likely Iowa caucus goers. People like Janet Gastineau, who was at the Iowa State Fair back in August. She was in the Varied Industries building when Pence was taking shelter from a thunderstorm. She was surprised and happy to see him there. I think he did a great job, and I love the way he he handled things on January 6th. I mean, he protected himself, but he wasn't willing to go that extra step that Trump wanted him to do. Do you think the Republican Party needs to kind of be done with Donald Trump? Yes, I do. Yes, but Pence could easily fill those shoes. Iowa's caucuses have been at the front of the line for both major political parties for the last half century. Last week, the DNC's Rules and Bylaws Committee voted to kick Iowa out of that early window, giving South Carolina the first primary, followed by Nevada and New Hampshire on the same day, Georgia and Michigan would follow. One of the loudest supporters for the Iowa Democrats caucuses remaining first is Jeff Kaufman. He's chair of the Republican Party of Iowa. This makes no tactical political sense to pull Iowa. It's just a matter of pure ideology ideas trumping something that is inherently an activist and action-oriented endeavor. Kaufman also chairs the panel that makes recommendations for the RNC calendar. They're sticking with the status quo of starting in Iowa and the New Hampshire, Nevada, and South Carolina. He says this order has lasted partly because the two parties have worked together in the early states. Former President Donald Trump announced he's running for a third time. Trump's pretty popular with Republicans here, but Kaufman says the party won't pick favorites. If I'm going to sit here and criticize the National Democrats on behalf of my state, well, I need to also be neutral in action and in word if I'm going to save the caucuses in 2028. But the parties stand to enter new territory with two different calendars in 2024. Democrats will likely have a non-competitive first primary in South Carolina if President Biden runs for re-election. Rachel Payne Caulfield is a political science professor at Drake University in Des Moines. She says President Biden has a major competitive advantage in the DNC's proposed map. 
It takes a lot of money to run across a lot of states at the same time. So I suspect that this favors uh, establishment candidates, candidates that can amass huge war chests of money. But it really does. It uh, unleashes a whole bunch of new legal and logistical questions about where resources will be deployed. And with the president suggesting the DNC rework its calendar every four years, which states go first could be a lot more of a political calculation than an ode to tradition. One thing looks certain, Republican presidential hopefuls will still be at that starting line in Iowa in 2024, even if Democrats are trying out a new course. This is Here First from IPR News. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters.